Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome to podcast episode 68. So today I'm going to be talking about tracking metrics. I got a question about this on my Instagram, actually a couple questions about this on my Instagram last week, because I talked about this weekly routine that I have for tracking metrics. I do it every Thursday for my business. Yes, you heard that right. Every single week. (laughs) You might be like, what? You do that every week? Yes, I do, because I am a bit of a data nerd and because it's been so helpful for me in terms of just feeling like I'm staying on top of things, on top of what's working, what's not working. I didn't used to do this probably for the first year of my business and then I started and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Um, And so yesterday in our live Q&A session, which is included in the DSC business membership, I answered this question and I went through, what do I track? Why do I track it? So I thought, hey, let's spread the love. Let's do a podcast episode on this topic for others who want to know the answer to this question. Um, And if you are a DSC business member, I have given you access to a Google Sheets template tracker. Um, That's the one that I use. Mine just has a few additional columns on it for membership specific things. Um, But there's a bunch of fancy formulas in there that are going to update and show you things like your percent change week to week. There's some fun graphs that I've added to show you things, how things are changing monthly. So make sure and check that out. And if you're not a member yet, what are you waiting for? You can join now and you can try it out for just a month if you'd like. No commitment necessary. You get access to all the goods. Just pop on over to dietitiansuccesscenter.com and just click the membership tab. All right, let's get into the content. So first off, let's talk about why do we track? So we're going to talk about why why do we track metrics? What's the benefit there? I'm going to walk you through my tracking process what to track. And then I'm also going to talk high level about my money management process or like my money tracking process, because I think that this one is, I know that this one's essential. And my bet is that a lot of you aren't doing it. So I'm going to talk you through that too. So why do we track? Well, first of all, and I I alluded to this before, it helps you pay attention to what's working and what's not working so that you're not wasting your time. So for instance, if something is not growing week to week, if it's not changing week to week, okay, that's a really good indication to us that perhaps something's not working the way that we want it to and we need to shift our strategy or come up with a new new strategy. So perfect example for you is... And this is what I actually showed on my Instagram stories last week. Um, I have been finding that my Instagram growth has been stagnant, basically. I mean, there's been a little bit of growth uh, week to week, but minimal. And I think a lot of people are finding this on Instagram these days. It's just, it's hard to get growth, even if you're putting out great content. And so um, that was a really good um, indication to me that I needed to tweak my strategy. 
And um, the other interesting thing with that too is that it wasn't corresponding with my revenue growth. So my revenue growth has been increasing every month, even though Instagram has not. But then what's interesting there too you might be falling asleep during this if you're not a data nerd, <laughs> nerd like me, but I hope you're not. Um, what's interesting there too is that a lot of customers from DS or for DSC find me through Instagram. And so what this tells me is that I could be reaching a way larger audience and I could be potentially getting way more customers for DSC if I shift my strategy. So anyways, in turn, as we've all been seeing, Instagram Reels has been blowing up. I've really been resisting Instagram Reels just because honestly, I did not want to spend the time on it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I did not want to spend the time trying to figure it out. And I know that that's not a um, a great attitude to have, but that's just how I was feeling. And so I decided this week, no, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try and figure out a way to do it that actually feels good for me because I also think that there's no merit to like forcing yourself to do something that you're like, this isn't, doesn't feel good. Um, so the key thing there is like find a way to do it in, in a, um, in a way that feels great for you and that works for you. And I think I've maybe started to figure that out. So that's really good. Um, and in turn, looks like things are starting to grow. So that's great. Okay, so that's the first reason. Helps you pay attention to what's working, what's not working. Helps you make data-driven decisions. So instead of just making decisions based on feelings, so how we're feeling. So I feel like my podcast isn't reaching people that I want to. Okay, but do you know that for sure or not? Or I feel like nobody is... um, seeing my Instagram content. Okay, is that just a feeling or is that actually fact? We have a tendency to make feelings-driven decisions um, when it comes to our business and like what we're going to do and we need to make data-driven decisions. So that's number two, making data-driven decisions. The third benefit to tracking is honestly just recognition over how far you've come over time. There's nothing more satisfying than looking back over the last six months and being like, holy moly, I started in one place and now I am here and that's really exciting and imagine where I'll be six months from now. It's really cool to see. Even if the changes have been small, who cares? Small changes are great. Small increases over time, consistent increases over time are what it's all about. And so so those are the three reasons why we want to track. Okay, so I'll walk you through my tracking process. Let me grab a drink of water. One sec. I've been recording videos all day for um, a course that I'm creating. And so I my mouth is struggling right now. Okay, so my tracking process. So this is what I do. I had mentioned before every Thursday, I do my weekly metrics. I have it in my ClickUp <laughs> every Thursday. It's a repeating event, weekly metrics. And I basically just take 15 minutes to, and that's all it takes, 15 minutes. I open up my Google Sheets document with my uh, little tracker and I update it. So I look and see, and we'll talk about what to track shortly, um, but I update it for all of my metrics. And then it's a good chance for me to reflect and, and ask myself, okay, what's been going well? What needs some attention from my end? Um, and then I also do at the end of every month, 
I do monthly metrics. So I have my weekly metrics and then I have my monthly metrics. Monthly metrics is basically the same thing. It's just that I record like what the final numbers were for each of the things that I'm tracking for the month. And then it shows up in like a nice little chart so that I can see every month how how are things changing. Sometimes it just helps to expand your, your viewpoint a little bit to see how things are changing. Um, and again, good time to reflect what's working, what needs attention. So perfect example of this is recently, um, one thing I've been finding is my podcast, this podcast has not been growing. It's been staying stagnant, which is fine because then that means that I have a consistent, loyal audience, which is great, but it's also not growing, which is frustrating because if I'm putting out this content every week and I'm spending my time and energy on it, at the end of the day, this is one of my key marketing tactics. And again, it's the same idea that um, a lot of DSC customers and a lot of my one-on-one coaching clients find me through the podcast. So this means I'm not reaching a bigger audience, which is a bummer. So this needs to, I need to fix it. I need to re-strategize the podcast and rethink how I'm going to how I'm going to address it in the future. And I mean, unfortunately, podcast growth is just challenging because of, I'm not making excuses, by the way. (laughs) This is fact. Um, Maybe I am making excuses, but anyways, um, it, podcast growth is challenging because it's not like a shareable platform. It's difficult to share, um, to share podcasts and podcast episodes. And so, um, that's one of the reasons why podcasts are more difficult to to grow than social media accounts. But anyways, that's besides the point. It's it's my bad that the podcast isn't growing. I got to figure out what to do about it. And so that's my project for uh, the next couple one- months so that I can really um, go into 2022 with a new plan. So more to come on that. Okay, so that's my tracking process. Now, what do we actually track? Um, so I'm going to call this the core four. There's sort of four metrics that I would suggest everyone track. And then there's a couple optional ones. Um, So the first one is website traffic. This one's really important because that is still going to be probably the number one way that clients are finding you. Um, So is our blogging and SEO strategy working? This is what it tells us. If it's working, then we should be consistently increasing website traffic every month. Um, So that's number one is website traffic. Number two is revenues. So revenues, that is the money that we are bringing into our business. Um, And so this is really helpful, obviously, because it tells us, okay, how are we growing throughout the year? How much money are we making in our business? Number three is Instagram followers. And obviously you can add on to this if you also have a Facebook page, if you have a Facebook group, whatever. Um, and so this is something I do track is Instagram followers. And then the fourth one is email subscribers. Um, because we always want to make sure that we're bringing in new leads for our business. Um, and so I'm always tracking email subscribers as well. And then, um, I have some optional ones too. I mean, you could track clients every month too. If you're seeing a lot of one-on-one clients, I don't track clients because, um, just because it's revenue is sort of the the thing that matters more. Um, and I have different different price points for like, an, I have a 90 minute intensive and I have a, another coaching package. And so it doesn't make sense for me to track the number of clients. It makes more sense to track revenues. 
Um, and then I also have some specific for membership sites. So for instance, with membership sites, there's something called MRR, which is monthly recurring revenue. So it's um, how much money is do you expect to continue to bring in month to month? There's also something called churn rate, which is essentially how many people are leaving your membership membership every month and you want that to be as low as possible. And then I mean podcast downloads, if you happen to have a podcast. So that's really the core four, website, revenues, Instagram, email. Okay, so now I want to talk a bit about my money process um, and how I keep track of my money every month. Now, if you have a bookkeeper or an accountant that you work with, they're probably keeping track of this stuff. Um, I am... I find, I really do feel like, honestly, financial literacy is so important for entrepreneurs. And even if you have somebody that's keeping track of your money, like a bookkeeper, you should still also know your numbers. That's my personal opinion. Um, Because at the end of the day, you are the business owner. You are responsible for how much you're making and how much you're spending. And so I, I think it's really important to have that level of financial literacy and awareness in your business. Um, So anyways... That's just a side note, but basically my money process. So I am going to be covering this in way more detail in our January live session for the DSC business membership. So I'm going to be going through things like how much I pay myself, how much I set aside for taxes, how much I reinvest back in my business. So how much I set aside to actually pay for expenses, how often I review my finances, what that process looks like. I'm going to be covering all of that in January. Um, So if you are a DSC business member, you will get access to that live training. And then, so essentially what I do, I'll just speak very high level to what my process is every month. I have a spreadsheet. Of course I have a spreadsheet. I love a good spreadsheet. Um, that I actually keep as a tab open on my computer all the time. So I just, it's just a Google sheet. I keep it as a tab open on my Chrome. Um, and it's always there so that whenever a revenue or an expense come in, comes in, I actually just record it right away. Um, so every day, Stripe, which is my payment processor, sends me an email that tells me how much money came in. And so I record that in under my revenues. Uh, And I find it very comforting to know how I'm doing um, and to make sure that I'm spending within my budget instead of getting to the end of the month and being like, oh, shoot, I overdid it. Um, So anyways, revenues, expenses, and then I also have a master page which shows like how am I tracking this year compared to last year? How am I tracking compared to my financial goals? So I set a financial goal every year. So I also keep track of like where am I at with that? Okay, so I hope this was helpful. To recap, tracking helps us stay on top of our business and make smart decisions, not wasting time with what's not working. Make sure you're tracking the core four at least, website, revenues, email, Instagram, and then at least once once a month do it. At least once a month look at your metrics and your finances. If you can do it more than that, amazing. I would love to see that. Uh, but if you can't, that's okay. At least once a month. Make a note in your calendar, make it repeating so that you actually remember to do it and you stay accountable to it. Um, And that's that. So I'm going to wrap up here, but have you checked out our freebies yet? That's what I would like to ask you. Um, If you pop on over to dietitiansuccesscenter.com and just click the freebies tab, you're going to find our 
There's a business planning workbook for all of you that are business inclined. And then there's also a client resource kit. So make sure and take use or make use of both of those free resources. You can find the links below this episode for those resources. Okay. Have an awesome week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This one was fun. I was like doing sort of a short, sweet, really practical episode once in a while. Um, So have an awesome week and I will see you next Thursday.